Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Toogie's Take Podcast. We are back again for our second show of the week, and what is bound to be one of our shortest shows ever, because nothing has happened, really, in the past few days. It's a bit of a shame. We have hit that weird kind of middle ground in the hockey schedule before the All-Star break where it's just kind of boring because you wait to see what teams aren't going to be able to turn it around, which means we're just kind of waiting for the trade deadline, which is still like a month and a half away. Oh, is it that long away? Holy shit. I think so. <laughs> uh, I thought it was in like see. February, but yeah, I guess it NHL is. NHL in... trade deadline in March 3rd. Oh, yeah, March 3rd. So oh, wow. that is a long time. We have hit the, the doldrums of the season where it's like, well, do we talk about how this team probably won't make the playoffs. Oh, wait, we already did that. <laughs> so, yeah, not too much has happened, really. Um, you know, we could sit there and speculate about the the deadline, but what was it? It was last week, right, that we talked about uh, what teams are, are likely to buy, what teams are likely to sell. So uh, I'm intrigued to see just how long this show ends up being. I don't expect it to be the longest show in the world. That said... I'm happy to say we have Endo Mills here today. We were able to drag him away from opening hut packs like an absolute lord on his yeah. own stream. I'm doing it, but like without any of the viewers or any of the uh, the ego that a lot of people have, you know. And <laughs> without the bankroll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck no, man. I could never do that. You think I'm going to invest that much in the NHL? Jesus Christ. You must be sorry mistaken. I, I, you oh. know, at a certain point, I'm sure it's worth it. But, um, yeah. Is not, it not really, though? Me. You know, who's to say? Who's to say? And then Sin is here, uh, able to pull him away from the uh, sports gamer-related treadmill they have him on, just working our boy to death. <laughs> <laughs> but he's here, and I hope he's doing well. Sin, are you doing well? I'm doing pretty good. Glad to hear it. And I am here from my sports gamer related uh, elliptical. It's not quite a treadmill. I'm not quite at the same pace, but they're still working. It's pretty hard. Um, Amster wheel. <laughs> I think that's a, more appropriate. That'd be a pretty damn big hamster wheel, to be honest. Uh, I, I want I, a life-size hamster ball. <laughs> okay, but where would you use it? <laughs> that's just the Zorb ball. That's just, all it is. I don't right. know, like at a park. I was going to say, you, yeah, you couldn't use it in your house. All get in hamster balls and run into each other. Yeah, it's a Zorb, okay. it's a Zorb yeah. ball. And, get ex- and then get really sick as we bounce around. And <laughs> mm. <sighs> The dream. The dream. I don't know. It's only $600 on uh, an Alibaba. So get one of those. <sighs> I forgot that Alibaba existed. Right. <laughs> the only time I ever paid attention was when I was fucking trading it during the pandemic. <laughs> it was doing real good for a minute. Ooh, so yeah. uh, shout out to Zorbs.us. Home of the Zorb Ball. Zorbus. Not, not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> but $600 for one of these things. Yeah. Jesus, why? Holy shit. Oh my god. Well, hey. One of these days, maybe. Who's to say? That's that's the dream. Ah, what the hell? 
type of purchase. It's um, spherical as well. I love that. Zorbing. You know what else is spherical? Funny enough. It's a lovely product from our sponsor. Of course, as always, that would be our friends at manscaped.com where you can go to said website and use code Tugi, T-O-U-G-I-E, for 20% off your order and free shipping to get yourself some lovely cylindrical deodorant, the Lawnmower 4.0, the Weed Whacker, and maybe, just maybe, next week, we'll have news for you about a brand new product launching very, very soon from our friends at Manscaped. Keep an eye out. Keep an ear out and open. Keep those ears out and open. Receptive to what we're telling you here. The news from our friends at Manscaped. So, yeah, we thank them, of course, as always, for sponsoring the show and this uh, viewer questions segment as well as we move ahead with, again, what might be the shortest podcast we'll ever have of all time. (laughs) (laughs) The first question comes from BBG. Who is buying the hellhole known as WWE? Now, Big Brownie? That yeah. is, oh, that Jerome. is the, the fork master general. I was going to say, I thought the question was, who's buying my fork? And I'm like, not me. Oh, just smashing tables. Like the true wrestling fan that he is. Uh, so, yeah, you know, funny enough, I also have a wrestling podcast, as I mentioned a few times, at 2ND Turnbuckle on Twitter with good friend of the show, Mr. Crash Andrews. Uh, so that'll be where you get more relevant uh, wrestling-related talk out of me, at least, because I don't know if either of these two pay attention, have ever paid attention, care to pay attention, but no, yeah, essentially, the WWE is likely to be sold. There was a gigantic uh, power trip a la a show like Succession, except in real life. Um, it's a hilarious shit show to watch. Uh, not their on-screen product, but everything else about it is beautiful. And um, I don't know. We'll see if the answer ends up being uh, the Saudi Arabian whitewashing <laughs> campaign, uh, which yeah, was yeah. rumored to be the case the other day. And Twitter went fucking crazy. They already got into golf, fuckers. They got into live golf. They bought Newcastle it. United, at least an 80% controlling stake. They took Phil Mickelson from me. That's okay, because it showed me what that fucker's all about. So <laughs> It took you that long? You don't even know who Phil Mickelson is. Yeah, he's a white golfer. That's like 99.9% of golfers. All I care about is my Tiger Woods. Name me a random white golfer. Fucking Rory McIlroy. Fucking uh, that big fat guy that OGs is like a spirit animal for. Uh, who's John, that big John Daly. Guy? Yeah, John Daly. I hate that guy too. Uh, <laughs> he's so obnoxious. Yeah. Oh, oh, the pride of Canada. What's his fucking name? He won a, he won a master. Like Everyone's like, how the fuck do you win a master? Masters. Mike Weir. Mike Weir, the Canadian legend. There you go. Hey, you know some names. Yeah. You know, you might know more golfers than I do. <laughs> so there you go. I, I the- know so many. It's it's actually it would be embarrassing if I didn't enjoy watching it so much. Can't play, but I, I love watching it. I can I putt to- pretty well. I've never driven or anything though. <laughs> I I got to play this uh, this oh, summer lucky for the first time, and uh, probably the upcoming summer I will be. Um, the the local club offers the uh, the couples package to have it be just a little bit cheaper. So uh, I'm gonna be golfing like a son of a bitch this summer. Do it, man! I got all my cousins live on a fucking golf course. I just need to mooch off of them. And now, well, my cousin's husband actually has club membership now, so I can actually fucking play. So I'm gonna 
get on his case to let me come out with him. It's fun, to, man. I have to it's find some fun. clubs though, because he's a lefty. <laughs> so his, yeah. his clubs are all lefty. <laughs> I, I certainly discovered that proper uh, club height and length or whatever is is incredibly important, as you would suspect. Yeah. I, I rented clubs and uh, they were a little bit too short. So uh, yeah, you're gonna need. <laughs> I think for for <laughs> you for for me, like all the irons you use would be long irons for me. You tall fuck. <laughs> <laughs> your fucking wedge would be like a three iron for me <laughs> <laughs> and at the very least i mean you can choose to walk or uh take the golf cart and uh let me tell you trying to scare the hell out of your significant other while driving a golf cart the best entertainment you could possibly have. yeah you gotta you gotta spray paint narkill on it <laughs> <laughs> and just go, drive it over a little jump over bump and... you gotta jump over bunkers <laughs> oh god now i can't possibly move off of this golf conversation uh, other than by saying i looked up the live golf roster that does include phil mickelson yep and my new favorite golfer is taylor gooch (laughs) boy t-a-l-o-r yeah taylor gooch taylor made taylor gooch the pride of Oklahoma. He and Jim Ross. Of course he'd be a uh, Oklahoma. <laughs> I will also say there is a dude uh, from Sugar Grove, North Carolina, named Turk Pettit. I actually don't know that. Live golf. The WHL of golf. Not even, man. They're like the fucking... Uh, I don't even know what a comparison would be to a hockey league. What's hockey in terms all of about names. money? You know, no, they're like the Trump football league of, 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 of yes. golf. Oh yeah. It's, it's all about the money for that. But I'm just saying in yeah. terms of funny name quality, they, yeah, apparently the contract to get Phil Mickelson, they gave him like 200 million up front to fucking change banners. And again, again, his I think his lawyers were actually involved in writing some of the bylaws for the league itself, which was like a weird contradiction of his quote about how much Saudi Arabians are scary motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, so who's going to buy the WWE? <laughs> <laughs> Phil Mickelson's going to buy with his $200 million from the Saudis. Oh so technically, oil money is involved. Oh, God. Who needs morals when you can be given multi-generational wealth and buy a wrestling company and here comes randy orton with the rko (laughs) (laughs) golf commentary for wrestling oh wow just that's stone cold's music <laughs> just an ambience of birds tweeting with the wrestling too. i just want to hear a wrestling oh. crowd <laughs> golf clap oh. the one golf apparently it's a thing they they add in they add in fucking ambience like actual bird tweeting ambience to golf games. i used to think sure. it was all legit yeah right. apparently in one <laughs> the big lie the big lie you see because in golf there's the lie the big lie shut up the, the, the funniest joke i've ever said oh. on the podcast <laughs> Speaking of golf, PGA Tour 2K23 is a great game. I'm having a lot of fun playing that. Oh, God. I didn't get that one. I probably will sometime soon. If you do, we got to play. 
and we'll we play do. on the fucking impossibly difficult master's course that, that someone well, made so, painstakingly. When I, when I would play, uh, uh, what was it, 2K21 on stream, I would just download random courses online. That's a lot of fun. Joke courses. Crash Andrews hated it. I fucking loved it. Oh, I got to play with Crash then. Sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> I'm a serious golfer. <laughs> Golfing is serious business. Oh, God. All right. So Phil Mickelson will buy the WWE. They they <laughs> pipe in crowd noise, much like wrestling companies do. Oh. And uh, yeah, God damn. I just, that's so goddamn funny. <laughs> just the idea. Jeff Hardy jumps off a ladder. <laughs> the commentator's just <laughs> monotone. <laughs> Oh, God. He's slithering like a snake. And here comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. By God, he has a beer truck with him. He is spraying beer from the hose. Stunner. Wrenching Stunner. 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 By God, Stone Cold has won the WWF Championship. He's just going absolutely By nuts God. in the fucking ring. Yeah, I'm the fucking champion. Let's go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Every now and then it gets more exciting when Vern Lundquist is on a cast. God, you nerd. From AJ. <laughs> Your next question. Never mind. This is now a What If Golf oh. and Wrestling crossover podcast. The Jeez. biggest niche of them all. Holy hell. Uh, from AJ, what is one thing that we have each bought, and now the thought is, why the hell did I buy this? Hmm. An Xbox Series S. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Oh, what's the one thing I bought? I don't know. So, for me, clear-cut answer as always, even though I don't have it here, it's at my parents, uh, is the, the Patriots dog. I have a recollection to remember the most needless shit. Uh, it was the night of the Floyd Mayweather Canelo Alvarez fight that I was going to watch with a friend of mine. And we went over to Walmart to get some snackage. And I saw a portrait of a bulldog with a Patriots cap on. And I bought that for $22.99. And I have no regrets. But at the same time, why did I buy that? Couldn't help it. Strongest impulse buy I think I've ever had. Did I buy enough time for either of you to think of something? Honestly, I, I don't buy too much stuff that I look back on. And I, I don't know. I don't buy much stuff, period. I usually buy stuff that I really need and, and things like that. Honestly, yeah. I, I cannot really think of one off the top of my head that I've bought. and like, oh, why did I buy this? That's a good thing, though. It is, yeah. Mo I mean, I've I buy... I've buy a lot of warhammer shit but i get great <laughs> use out of that like i play once a week minimum sometimes i'll even play by myself if i'm like balance you know balancing a campaign i'm gming or sometimes just to test my army lists yeah that's cool Beautiful. And look, back you got at, look back at things that i that i have <laughs> just look around the room it's the way to do it um i'm trying to think I have nothing. Oh, I think I think I got it. So I have a collectible uh, plush uh, by a creator named Schlatt, S-C-H-L-A-T-T. -T. Um, I realize the value of it is definitely skyrocketed, but I opened it out of the package. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'll just have it, whatever. 
I'll just I'll just be fine. And then I opened it and I realized the value because he's not he's not selling that specific one anymore. Um, it's called it's called a Rami, and uh, he's not selling it anymore. So the value of it dropped. Value of it went up, and my value of it dropped completely. Stonks. Yeah. Our final question. <laughs> Welcome to the bear market. Yeah. Or the plush market in this case. Yeah. Oh, God. Our final question. Shut the fuck up. Let me have a joke, okay? <laughs> uh, you see, lie, because, you know, the... <laughs> yeah, that was funny, though. Shut up. Yeah, if it, it was, was like a stuffed bear, then it would have been It would have been good. It would have been it's like a, a, play it's on a literal ram. Entendre. I can show you. It's a literal ram. A Ryerson ram? We're not allowed to say that college name anymore, are we? Yeah. But the Timu. What the fuck are they now? I can't remember. But it's some some stupid bullshit. Who's to say? From RG Dust, final question. Your body won't live on blood anymore. (laughs) A very interesting way to start this off. Your body won't live on blood anymore, so you have to choose a different liquid to survive on. It could be a soft drink of juice or even nacho cheese. Is nacho cheese a liquid? If so, <laughs> what liquid are you choosing to survive on? Oh, man. So what? basically, instead of blood pumping through your veins, what pumps through your veins? Do we feel it? Because, like, I don't know if I want a soft drink if it's going to be tingly all day. Right? Just yeah. Throughout my entire body. Um, This is bizarre. Biggies um, is Arnold Parmore for sure. What? For sure, Arnold Palmer. You can't drink it anymore, so you have to feel it. <laughs> well, see, my thought was to take this incredibly seriously by thinking, like, okay, if I am in need of a transfusion, what is easy to acquire? Water. You know? That was kind of the thought, yeah. Yeah. Or just yeah. milk. This so is that's, weird. That's the serious answer. Yeah. Is there a joke answer? Nesty. Okay, does this still count as water if I say specifically the tiers of people who get upset when I rate their favorite player lower than what they think it should be in NHL? Just no, they go for it. Do it. Just that's you. that one time. Okay, because that, that sustains me already. That gives me life. So, like, let's just make it official, right? Uh, that's my point. answer. <laughs> that's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Maybe the weirdest question we've ever had on this podcast, and there have been some weird ones. Yeah, I, 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 I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. It's the same thing as having blood, no matter what the fucking liquid is. It doesn't do anything; it just sustains you. So anything, like literally anything, literally any liquid. Yes. Yeah. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Riveting. I don't know, man. Viewer questions were a bit. We're a bit you guys scarce. Suck. This time out. Where's Piney? We need we need more Piney questions. We do. People have been asking to get him on for a full show of just asking questions, and you know what? It, it might have to be done. Mm-hmm. It might just have to be All Star break. Yeah, there you go. Right, and we'll have nothing to talk about except. So, see, okay, that that was kind of <clears> a big <throat> thing, right? Is at this point, as we kind of move on to like the more general topics. All-star voting is, like, the only thing to talk about right now. But who the hell wants to talk about it? Like, I did... I, I made a video. Because I figured it was it was better set up for that um, type of situation than anything else. But 
right now it's like the conversation of okay the all-star game do we like that every team gets at least one player i know i don't because in going through who was automatically nominated who wasn't um you know you get to look at a team like dallas where it's like oh cool they're gonna get probably two guys at most yeah some some teams shouldn't have any right like there's a, probably like, a couple of years ago, the shark should have had no one. And I think we just sent hurdle because he was the only one worth a damn <laughs> this year. Clearly Eric Carlson belongs on the fucking team. Maybe even team Omar, you can make an army argument for, um, just cause they're both having stellar seasons, but yeah, like, sir, like who the fuck goes on Columbus? They're so uh, bad. So it was, it was Johnny Goodrow who got the uh, vote for Columbus. And that was, that was the right call. He is the only guy that even has a legitimate, uh, argument behind him going to the all-star game this year. Um, yeah, there are some teams like Dallas where like, okay, Jason Robertson was their guy, but you can look at, I mean, really a couple of different players mm-hmm. for the Dallas stars. As I pointed out uh, in this video, Miro Haskinen, Jake Ottinger, the Winnipeg jets are the same way. Josh Morrissey still over point per game as the defender is in. Whereas Kyle Connor, Pierre-Luc Dubois, they're both over a point per game. Connor Hellebuck is probably top three Vezina conversation right now. And, you know, Hellebuck might get the goalie vote because the fan voting option, it basically gives you um, two skaters and a goalie that fans can vote in. Hmm. It's just, it's it's weird. And I just don't know, like, how much of a conversation there really can be to kind of drag out about you know, the all-star format, because I like, I don't know. Again, like the basic idea, do you think every team should get an all-star? Sin already said, no, I say no. I presume Endo's the same way, or maybe Endo's one of the people who say, I don't fucking care. It's the all-star game. I don't want to talk about it at all. Yeah, it's, no. I, mean, I talked about it on stream today and uh, I was just, Kind of like, yeah, the the whole All-Star game like effect has kind of like died down a lot after over the past few years. Mm-hmm. I think them switching to a three-on-three format has really bored a lot of people. Three-on-three is like, oh, it's, it's faster pace, it's more ice time. It's like, yeah, but like it's not really as cool. So. Eh, I like it better than the five-on-five, to be honest. My like issue, it. too, <clears throat> I'm okay with three-on-three. My issue, too, is like, okay, Crosby and Ovechkin were both voted in. Are either of them going to go? Nope. So then what are we even doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they're trying to save themselves and prepare for the playoffs and stuff, which makes sense at their stages in their careers and whatnot. It does. I mean, yeah. granted, they've they've done that for a long time. I mean, have they? It's, just, it's just one of those things where it's like yeah. discussing the all-star game. Like this, this is what we got because <laughs> like Endo kind of said, like how long has it been since people have actually cared about the all-star game? Like last year's event in Vegas, I don't remember a damn thing about the actual game itself. I remember Machine Gun Kelly performed, and it was funny because Deke Slayer tweeted, "Who the fuck is this?" Um, and I remember like the skills competition. They had that horrific segment where they were out in like the Bellagio fountain. Oh my God. The rules yeah. of the event didn't make sense. It was kind of like the St. Louis uh, all-star where it was 
the further you shot, the less points you got instead of the closer <laughs> targets being worth less. Like, I I can't remember the last time I was super excited. I guess John Scott, right? Just because of the meme, and it looked like they were going to take it away from us. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, again, in terms of like, oh, who makes the All-Star game? Who doesn't? Should the NHL have made this guy an automatic option? Like, there's only so much of a conversation you can have around it at this stage. And I, I, I was debating, like, oh, shit, do we, do we talk about it? You know, do I go team by team with you guys and say, okay, Anaheim's selection was Troy Terry. Agree or disagree? Eh, you know? And the correct answer is yes, Troy Terry. If not, give it to Trevor Zegers just so he can be uh, in the skills competition and do crazy stuff that'll go viral again. But it's about where it begins and ends. I'm not too worried about the All-Star break. I'm not. Arizona, should Clayton Keller have been the picks in? Um, fucking, I don't know, man. <laughs> the way that started, it's, I knew it was going to be Arizona. You know what? Mullet Arena should have been the pick. Ooh, all-star <clears throat> game at Mullet Arena. I'm here for Rat-like it. I mean, that would be great because then you'd actually have a full fucking stands. Ooh, shots fired. Well, I'm just Damn. saying, when's the last time there were full stands at the All-Star game? Like, it's pretty sparse. Oh, I thought you were talking Arizona. <laughs> in general. Wow. Well, no, like, yeah, if, if you packed it into Arizona, like, they would actually have a full full crowd. I'm pretty sure they're getting close to full every time they play at Mullet, which is nice, but. On hockey reference, <clears throat> listed, Arizona Coyotes averaging through 14 home games, 100% capacity. That's great. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, like, yeah, you would so, fucking hope so with 4,600 seats, but they yeah. are doing it. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, that'd be great to see an all-star game in kind of a smaller building. The atmosphere would be better than it is every time they play it in a normal arena where they're just simply not even close to capacity. At least I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure unless I'm missing something like, but every time I've seen like some footage of the all-star game, it's like Florida in the mid 2000s. I mean, you could say Florida in the right now. Uh, they're bottom four in terms of attendance. Yeah, okay, then Florida in the right now. But it used to be worse. <laughs> I remember even in one NHL game, they used to reflect that in the amount of fucking fans in their crowds. It was so dirty. Like, they're the only, like, could have been anyone, but, like, it was only Florida. When you played in, like, the Florida building, the, the stands were just, like, half empty, but every other arena just had generic-ass filled seats. <laughs> so, <sighs> Taking shots at the Florida Panthers. A tale as old as time for, yep. for the hockey world. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, all-star wise, I put out a video about it, kind of going over each team, my picks, who I thought should have made it. Um, I just, like, I don't know. Like, is it right to put you guys on the spot and be like, okay, let, let's show everyone what you know about the New York Islanders this year, guys. Who do you think? Yeah, I just don't care enough. I'll just look up numbers. Like, <laughs> like okay, Matthew he has good stats. Matthew Barzell. Right. Yay. He's a name. Well, uh, he is, too. And he, yeah. he wasn't automatically selected. It was Brock Nelson. For the New York Islanders. Fuck you. Uh, speaking of stats, though, one of the few things we have to talk about, uh, Anze Kopitar hit 1,100 points. He's a member of the LA Kings, future Hall of Famer. And near soul is he the sole survivor? He like kind of of like the big California teams when the California road trip was viewed as a death sentence. Kopitar, Doughty. 
Yeah. It's if you're talking just, about just the team, the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like who's left for the Sharks when. Couture, Vlasic. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, well, Vlasic. Uh, <laughs> like for the Ducks, like that era. You done. take away from my boy's prime. He was like one of the best shutdown D-men in the NHL for a while. Yeah. And I was still in high school. <laughs> no. <laughs> he shut down McDavid. So you weren't in high school. Okay, fine. Oh, there shut you. down a nineteen-year-old Connor. McDavid. He and Braun <laughs> shut down McDavid. Yes, <laughs> that was that was the last uh, kind of hurrah for Pickles. Oh God, you know I I have to look up the uh, the Mark Edward Vlasic J Fresh card, and oh. he's actually been good this year. Wow, his uh, his chart over the last three years is a V. Yeah. yeah, damn! Like He's plastic. Been pretty good this year. It's <laughs> V for plastic. <laughs> uh, good one, Endo. Yeah. Does, does he wear a mask like Antonio Banderas? <laughs> <laughs> we have a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Zorro plastic man. <laughs> we um, have a thumbnail and an episode title. Thank you very much. Or you put the, Edward the guy Fox mask on him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yep. Jesus. Holy shit. Uh, so shout out to Anze Kopitar, even though somehow we waxed poetic about uh, Mark Edward Vlasic instead. Well, yeah, you brought up the Kopitar. California gauntlet. I did. And I don't think anyone's left from Anaheim. Maybe you could say Gibson um, and Fowler. Like, that's it. Cam Fowler noted most games on the Ducks. At the I moment. know, I know. That's probably the only reason I remembered him now. <laughs> I would have just said Gibson if we hadn't done that last episode. <laughs> Phenomenal. Um, the Vancouver Canucks have set the record for the most multi-goal leads blown through the first 40 games <laughs> of a season. They've done it eight times. Sweet. Oh, it's great. Oh, man. They have been probably the team that's been the most consistent topic of conversation this season, right? Yeah, I mean, we've been waiting for them to get good for years, and they're simply regressing at this point. So right now, if uh, NHL.com will load for me, it is worth noting that the uh, Vancouver Canucks, again, we talked about recently, do you buy, do you sell, what do you do? Uh, the Canucks right now, holy shit, NHL's website is is breaking. There we go. Uh, the Canucks are currently uh, on 37 points through 40 games, 10 points back of second place wild card Edmonton. Although the Canucks do have three games in hand. Hmm. Pretty bad. Yeah. They need to get better so they stay out of the Bedard race. That they do. Unfortunately, apparently they are going to aim to be a little bit better. Um, well, first and foremost, Tanner Pearson has been confirmed. He won't play this season. He had a setback with a hand injury and has had a second surgery. So that sucks. Uh, but a TSN headline today was Boudreaux could make Oliver Ekman Larson a healthy scratch against Tampa Bay. Okay. The fact <laughs> that a conversation is occurring as to whether or not it is best for the team to scratch Oliver Ekman Larson whether it be to poor play, effort issues. Like, I know I saw responses mentioned that, like, Anthony Mantha 
was put on the fourth line, if not outright scratched in Washington, and he admitted that his effort wasn't where it needed to be. Um, the fact that Oliver Ekman Larson um, is, is shaping up to be a healthy scratch for Vancouver with uh, <clears throat> with a contract that lasts four more years with an eight to five million dollar cap hit after this season. Wait, that's OEL. <laughs> what well, I still don't understand the trade with a no movement clause as well. Can't even bury him. Amazing. Can't even bury him. Amazing. How much do the Canucks give up to get a team like Arizona to take him back? They can't. No, because they they've they've said we're you know they have to essentially draft heavy again. They can't do it. They've come that that one trade completely fucked them. I I it was the most bizarre thing that I've ever seen. What they they gave up three expiring contracts to take on a big one with term. It, it it made no sense then, and it makes even less sense now. The idea was we free up cap space. Uh, they got rid of twelve million dollars worth of contracts, so they did free up cap space to re-sign somebody. I think yeah, it was but- Pedersen. But, but that trade was Antoine Roussel, Jay Beagle, and Louis Erickson. Um, none of them are currently in the NHL, obviously. They were let go. A 2021 first rounder that became Dylan Gunther. Wow. Oh. Wow. It's <laughs> A second round pick that became Hunter Height. Height? Height? Um, who as actually uh, was selected by Minnesota, so there was another trade there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a seventh round pick this year. For Oliver Ekman Larson and the signing rights to Connor Garland, which means you freed up twelve million in space for seven to uh, actually seven point two six of Oliver Ekman Larson, the retained salary is factored in, uh, and Connor Garland, who you then ended up signing to about a five million dollar deal. So basically, you spent money on the deal because you had to sign Connor Garland. Poor Vancouver fans. Yeah, I'm sorry. Brutal. I'm sorry. One of these days, we might get to talk about you in a bit more of a positive light. Today, but it is not this day. Will not be that day. <laughs> and until then, let's raise the cup on the ice, baby. Heaven be exa. Getting that practice in all the time. Oh God. So aside from all of that, pretty much the big talking point in the hockey world over the past couple of days. Uh, has been a 14-year-old girl who has gone viral thanks to scoring a Michigan goal against Sweden in the Women's Under-18 World Championships. Uh, Nella Lapusanova, uh, who is currently, uh, again, playing in the Under-18 World. She has seven points in two games. Uh, She is playing in Slovakia's Under-16 Boys League leading her team with 31 points in 10 games. Jesus. Uh, and she has 25 points in six games in Slovakia's top women's league, which, yes, has very drastic uh, age differences just simply because of the amount of players available. Um, it's funny. Somebody pointed out that um, Tomas Yurko's sister is apparently the Wayne Gretzky of the Slovakian women's league. She played 18 games and had 140 points. 2016-17. Holy shit. What? 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, shout out to Tarma, uh, to Tomas Yurko's uh, sister, the What's greatest women's player of all time. I'm looking up her name right yeah. now. Uh, Petra Yurkova. Is she not Petra active Yurkova. as a player anymore? Uh, she is 35 years old, has not played since 2021. Uh, but in the Slovakian Women's League, she had 769 <laughs> points in 181 games. <laughs> She averaged 4.25 points per game. That's amazing. What? Uh, Did this girl God. not play national team time? They don't have a Slovakian. They do have a team. Well, Good see, on you, this, Petra. This is the frustration, right? Who knows what Petra Yakova could have been if there was a more organized women's league. Yep. And now... With uh, Nella Loposanova, you have the same conversations about, okay, here is a 14-year-old girl. She'll turn 15 next month. She's doing very well against other women significantly older than her. She's doing well against the men, you know, the boys in, in the, the fucking leagues as well. Like, just the idea of, for the love of God, it's the only thing we've been able to circle back to in regards to the women's game can you please have a structured league in time for when this person is ready to go as a professional hockey player? Because right now, her best option appears to be, hopefully she plays for an NCAA team in the U.S. Um, and maybe can help kind of bolster the profile of Slovakian women's hockey. But it's just that idea of... Can we just get all of the best women into one damn league to yeah. raise the profile of that league as much as possible? Because we're already getting to the point, you know, you're talking about someone here that's a part of that, like, next generation. We're already talking about the Hillary Knights and the Marie-Philippe Plans of the world not being a part of that generation of they had this league to play in and dominate and become legends of the league, they're already being transitioned into the ha the Haley Wickenheiser conversation of, man, what if there was just that one league for them to play in to really raise the profile of that league? Yeah, And that's very, very frustrating. Um, it's really the only conversation to come back to at this stage. So I can only hope, uh, for this girl's sake, that, yeah, by the time... Uh, you know, she is an adult and ready to play in a professional league. If she chooses to even do that, one presumes she would, um, that we get to that point where she can be the star of a league with the best women's players in the world around her and presumably her being one of them as well. I yeah. wish there was more to talk about in the women's game other than frustration over the continued lack of uh, organization. Yeah. yeah, we could also talk about how the uh, the PWHPA had an all-star game after only playing six regular games in the season, which to me is hysterical. How long is the season? Uh, they had like the, – so the reason the, – the way their season works is like they, they have something called the secret like uh, dream like tour. So they basically go around to different cities and play their games. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's like 15, 18 games, 20 games. It's something oh, in ridiculous. Season, that's it. Yeah, because they don't have a lot of funding, oh, right? That sucks, so that's yeah. why when people weren't getting their shit together with the agreement with the PHF PWHPA, 
like it was it was be- it was better. Notice how a lot of NHL teams, a lot of, of affiliations are with the PHF and mm. not the PWHPA, which is really ironic because the PWHPA used to be the CWHL, which is the, K- the Canadian Women's Hockey League, which also had ties to China, of all things, with the with the ZHC like Senjing team, whatever it was called. And they had their stuff prepared because the women's were trying to prepare themselves for, you know, the Olympics with Beijing. Mm. And like, it, it's insane how a team went from, oh, we have NHL affiliations. It's a league went from, oh, we have roughly with the NHL to we just had to buy out everything, get bailed out by like the Toronto Maple Leafs and Calgary Flames. And then now we have to start up from basically nothing again. And everyone's moved over to the PHF instead, which is when you really dive into the stuff, it's absolutely insane. But it makes sense as to why the the PWHPA isn't going anywhere. And the PHF like just recently announced like a few months ago that they're going to be like doubling their salary cap for mm. players, which is insane. Like everything's going to have like, I think over like a million dollars to give their, their players. Granted, it's not like anything crazy amount to like write home about, but in terms of like the women's game and actually being paid and sustainably paid, it's awesome because the se- the same season that they tried to pay out players in the CWHL, they folded like immediately right after. I think it was right after they gave out the Kelly Cup, which was the finals. And I think it was the Markham Storm one, and they had to fold the league because they were that much in debt. Yeah. <sighs> But a 14-year-old did the Michigan, which is great. And honestly, it's great for the sport. <laughs> First one to do it in WI, a double IHF, too. Historic. First time yeah. in Vegas Golden Knights history. There you go. <laughs> for a meme that Sin had never somehow heard before in his life, despite it being the number one way people choose to dunk on the Vegas Golden Knights. Never forget. With that, everybody, I think we are going to wind things down for this week. Again, not a ton to talk about, which is why you get random tangents about Live Golf and Mark Edward Vlasic. But <laughs> <laughs> we found our way to the promised land regardless. We will be back next week again, hopefully with a little bit more event-heavy weekend. Endo Mills, how many hut packs you open it? I opened like eight. Show. I opened like eight on stream and I got nothing. Maybe like a 84 Lucas Raymond and... Like uh, Ilya Sorokin was 84, and I'm only getting 84s because, yeah, that's it's great. That's how the game is. You can find me on twitch.tv slash Mills. absolutely wanted to put a bullet in my mouth because of how bad I fucking, how bad NHL 23 is. Yeah. Not going to get any better anytime soon, so I might as well just fucking tough it out. Have you considered getting good? Have you considered <laughs> don't? <laughs> fairly good at the game are you yeah <laughs> my mom's isn't special so you know you're not bad i don't know i've never seen you play <clears throat> 1v1 1v1 uh you would have been able to see that last month on stream where i kicked the ever-loving shit out of him in old that's huts. not fair you fucking sweat you're like a 93 team and i had like an i had an 80 ovechkin i didn't know they fucking made that <laughs> I didn't really fucking NHL awards Edie Ovechkin. They're like, hey, here's an OV. Have go fun. Go fucking play with your Duplo blocks, you fucking loser. Like 80 overall Ovechkin, aka 12-year-old Ovechkin. Yeah. Eight-year-old uh, Connor Bedard equivalent. God. Hey, he's like an 80 now off of EA's most recent roster update. Is he? How boosted yeah, is put- his 
They put out an <laughs> update today. They're first in over a month. Wow. Great yeah. work back there in EA with fucking cobwebs growing over there because they're not really doing much. Jesus Christ. I can go but off. The holidays, gonna... guys. The holidays. They. Bro, you've been it... back. What are you celebrating fucking regular um, holidays up until the Orthodox holidays? Jesus Christ. Like we we got Hanukkah to Chinese New Year off. <laughs> yeah, ortho, until Orthodox Christmas, fuck it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, like, well choice. Jesus was actually born in March, so I'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Sin, sports gamer, Warhammer, YouTube. Did I cover it? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Didn't miss anything? No. Perfect. I'm a pretty right. boring guy. Except I'm no, not. it's exciting. I'm amazing. Yeah, that's I right. disagree. <laughs> Majestic. With that, everybody, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to one of the most bizarre podcasts you will ever see or listen to on this particular feed. We love you, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, America. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not you everyone's going to get that me. reference. You're wasting your time. <laughs> <sighs> you, you chose us as, as your I'm co-partners. candy. <laughs> 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 uh.